Welcome to Run 12-1 Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Justin Gowen. Hey guys, this is Pastor Justin with Run 12-1 Podcast. Hey, this is a, a new podcast channel that I've created. Um, and I'm going to give you a little brief history, I guess, of why. Um, so during this time, I've been on sabbatical the last seven, eight months, um, taking a pause from ministry that my wife and I have been in for the last 11 years, 10 and a half, 11 years. By God's grace, it's been amazing. Just kind of unplugging, getting recharged in our marriage, getting recharged in ministry before God sends us out into our next mission field for the next church that I get the uh, pastor. But in that time, seeing that we're back home, I've had the privilege of linking up with a company that's called the Good Feet Store. Uh, trust me, I have a, um, this is a shameless plug also for uh, my company, but there's a reason for this. Now, it, with this company, they work hand in hand with uh, podiatrists and orthopedic surgeons on creating a art supports, three-step system. Now, I've been all my life flat-footed. I played sports and was a jock and was pretty decent. However, um, I've never been able to do like long distance type of sports, even in like like lacrosse or football, um, getting that 100-yard dash or 100-yard run in, and afterwards getting kind of sore or lacrosse, having to come out because legs were just tired. I've even pulled and torn some of my hamstrings sometimes. And so all I've known is flat feet until the Good Feet Store. Um, but with that being the case, over the last couple months, you have four arches on each foot. And so what these art supports are designed to do is to take your foot, realign, reposition, uh, readjust your foot, back to where the foot should be. And in doing that, I now have arches in my feet. With that said, I'm able to now run. My wife and I, I've done 5Ks prior to this, but my wife and I just this past weekend ran our first 5K together. What an awesome experience that was. I'm also running a 10K in next, and uh, what about two weekends from now. Um, and then I am signing up for a half marathon by the end of 2023. And so this is this whole new kind of uh uh, life that's opened up during the sabbatical, but also this whole nother like side of fitness and mental kind of competition and all of that, that I don't believe I would ever probably have tried unless I was in this certain season of my life. Now there's a lot more going on. I'm learning again, preparing my heart, preparing my mind, preparing my humbleness and my spirit and the pastorate, getting ready for my next pastorate. But this has played a massive role in what my body's been able to do. And so with that said, I'm going to make a switch here. And the reason why I'm making this podcast is not to talk about my company, although it's amazing. The Good Feet Store, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. I'm at the one in Cockeysville or Hunt Valley, Maryland. We have them all over the United States. However, I've learned some things now about running. I've learned some things about pacing and patience and nutrition and during the race proper electrolyte intake. And so I just started thinking about what my life is as a Christian. And wouldn't you know it, the Bible makes mention of us as marathon runners. And this podcast, Run 12.1, is really from taken from Hebrews chapter number 12, verse 1, and really verse 2 as well. And I'm going to read that for you. This is wherefore. And so the author of Hebrews is just finished with his kind of 
explanation of chapters 1 through chapter 10 of taking his audience, predominantly Jews, Jewish audience, Jewish Christians who are struggling with looking back um, at the Old Testament ways, but also in the zenith of the temple, the zenith of Judaism was still going on. It was powerful. They were adding temple jobs. It was growing. But then Christianity came and said, no, that's not the way. The way is Jesus. Those ways always pointed to Christ. And there was just this very tough time that these Jewish Christians found themselves in. That's what a lot of chapters 1 through 10 deal with in the book of Hebrews. He makes a transition in chapter 11, which is the Faith Hall of Fame, talking about all of these um, Old Testament heroes, how they had faith in Christ, had faith in God, and what they did. And then he transitions in chapter 12 to practicality, and then he basically talks to us Christians. He says, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so such a great cloud of witness— all these different witnesses, all these different things that have been going on in, the, in, in, um, in times past, and even people looking in presently at your life. He said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. What an amazing, jam-packed, nutritional, just squished together verse, verses rather. And so I kind of want to just unfold this briefly for you. He's, he, he makes mention here of laying aside every weight and the sin. Now, Adrian Rogers, I've heard him preach before, and he had a message in regards to right, racing and running. And I personally know this now. You, don't, you won't ever see a marathon runner in a trench coat with combat boots on, with two pairs of, of denim jeans on. I mean, ridiculous, right? You wouldn't even see a sprinter doing that or even an athlete doing that, but especially a marathon runner. Those things would bog them down. Typically, what they wear is, well, they typically wear, oh, nothing. I mean, they have very light shirts, light shorts, very light shoes. Um, and, and again, not that those things are bad, not that the... Uh, trench coat is bad. It has a purpose. So does a combat boot. So does denim jeans, but not for a marathon runner's race. It's vitally important to understand this as Christians, that we have, there are things that may be okay in life to do. And maybe even in your life, but my race that God has placed me in strategically to run, there are certain things that may bog me down. And then he uses and says sin. And sin is, you know what sin is when it says that dust so easily beset us? It's, it slows you down. It bogs you down. It's, it'd be like a marathon runner putting a parachute on his back and running with it to try to set a new record. That would be foolish. It would never, ever, ever happen. No matter how long he trained, it would never happen. Sin does this in our life. I do want to stop and pause and make a quick moment for the gospel here. Not even quick, but this is written to believers. This is written to Christians. And so I want to stop and say, hey, dear listener, I, have ho- I, I hope you've placed your faith in Jesus. I really do. I, because the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. God in his word gives a plan. It's not what your pastor's plan is. It's not what the greatest speaker's plan is or whatever your made-up plan to God is. God in his word says it's very simple. This is his process. 
You believe in your heart that Jesus Christ lived for you, died for you, went to the grave for you. And then you confess that to God. God, I receive what Jesus did for me. His life, his death, his resurrection. The Bible says, Romans again, 10, 9, and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, that he is your Lord, you'll be your Lord and Savior, and believe in that heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That is God's process. And it's interesting because this is being recorded on Thursday, which tomorrow is when we, in the Gospels, we see Jesus would be going to the cross would be crucified, spend the weekend, three days in the tomb, then on Sunday, raise victoriously over life, death, hell, and the grave, and Satan, and it all. And he did that for you. And the Bible says the way that you receive his free gift, the way that you receive what he did for you, confess it, homo say the same thing as, tell God, God, I believe that, God, that Jesus lived for me, died for me, rose for me, and I want you to apply that to my life. And so you're confessing that to God. But again, turning back to this, does so easily beset you. And, for, and, and another thing is, there's only one, you can only run your own race, Christian. And again, my wife and I had this past weekend, ran the 5K together in Philadelphia. She had her own bib. I had my own bib numbers. And we ran it, although we ran it together predominantly side by side. At the end, I still had to sprint a little bit and get across the finish line. But we ran it together. You know something, though? It still clocked her name underneath her number and my name underneath my number. Because no matter, if, even if we ran it close side by side, it didn't matter. She ran her race and I ran mine. You have your own race to run and I have my own race to run. We all have, as Christians, our own race to run. And that is so exciting that God has a race for you specifically to run for his glory. Running for his glory. And then he says this, and, and it says, run with patience the race that is set before us. He wants us to run a patient race. This is, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. I know what that's like. I injured myself within the first two weeks of my training for running. I did my first mile and a half run. It was very tough. And then I waited about two or three days because that's what the experts on YouTube said to do. And then I went to run it again, but I sped it up thinking, oh, I got this. And about mile and a half, just about, I felt a little pinch tweak in my calf. And I was like, ooh, and kind of hobbled up real quick. Didn't do any real damage, but it, it, it was a little tiny strain. Because I try to outrun, I wasn't patient with it. The same thing when it comes to our Christian life. The Bible says it's a marathon, it's a run patient, it's a patient run. And then he says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, this is so exciting. Your finish line is Jesus. Christian brother, sister, run to Jesus. He is the line to which you cross. You get to the end of whenever your marathon ends and Jesus is there, your Lord, your savior to, to, to embrace you. And the Bible says, keep your eye on him. Run with patience, run, run, run. Looking unto Jesus, the author, the author and finisher, the, 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 the beginner, the starter of your race, the giver of your race, the ending that he has already run. And that's what he sh uh, shifts into next. The author and finisher of our faith, who, talking about Christ, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus ran his race. But do you know this is good? This is good. Do you know who Jesus' finish line was? He ran it in the glory of God and all the glory of God running it. But his finish line was you, you, you. He ran it for you. 
He ran it for me. He said, I'm running it and it's joyful. It is going to cause me pain, but I'm running so I can embrace, give them the opportunity to be sons and daughters of my King, of God. And he ran his race with you as his finish line and he did it. And the Bible says that we are to run our race with Jesus as our finish line, looking unto him, looking unto him. Dear brother and sister, I hope this this beginning intro kind of explain what the new podcast is. And this is just the tip of the iceberg of Lord willing, all these different type of things or, or, or episodes that are to come to help you whenever you're maybe mowing the grass, maybe when you're at the gym, maybe when you're jogging or running or your next marathon, 10K, 15K, 5K, or maybe even a mile walk in a race, whatever it is. Use this as a supplement, not your meat and potatoes, getting the word of God for yourself, but also it's good to use things like this to help motivate to get things through so you can help build or I can help build up your spiritual endurance muscles. That's really what this is, to give you a little bit extra booth of a running gel or an electrolyte while you're running to help build up your spiritual muscles, your spiritual marathon. Brother and sister, you are in a race. Run it. Run it with Jesus on your mind, Jesus in view, and you run it, and you run it with patience, and you keep running. You keep on running towards Jesus. He already finished his race. He already crossed the finish line. He did it for you. He set you in your race for his glory and run it for him. I hope this finds you well today. Look forward to meeting with you again on the next episode. God bless. Have a great day.